0: In Jesus name, amen. amen. Hallelujah. Now, let's thank God for the ability to give the tithes and offerings. Come on, thank you, darling, dad. You are a blessing. Nice you are a nice people. I think one thing we could all do a better job of is being more thankful for, to God. Don't you think we could all be more grateful? More more prayers of thanksgiving and less prayers of need. That'd be great this year, wouldn't it? Where's the Mighty Oaks? Bring up the Mighty Oaks. Come on, guys. All the Mighty Oaks up front. Some are coming forward, some are coming backwards. I don't know what we're doing. Once again, as we, and and there's this, not all of them. I saw some running different directions, but look up here real quick, guys. Aren't we blessed? Aren't you blessed? There are so many churches in this country that don't have this amount of young people. I mean, we have like a high percentage of young people at this church, and that's not against anything against us older folk either, but it means that. We're alive, and that there's generations coming, and that we're not worried about closing shop in a couple of years because God's getting in these guys, and they're going to get their kids too, right? And it's going to keep rolling until Jesus comes back, whenever that might be. One thing that's very important—I hope you kiddos get this—is we always keep you out here for the worship because we want you to grow up knowing different types of worship and be comfortable with it. Quite honestly, I grew up in a very fixed style of worship; nothing was wrong with it, but I only had one—I only knew one way. And so what what I hope these kids learn and we pray they learn is all the different ways to expressively worship their King. And then they get to go back and they get to get a word, an age-appropriate word, just like you get a word. So we never want to take for granted the importance of worshiping with your kids. If your kids are with you in an aisle, show them how to worship. Okay? Let's say show your kid how to work and show your kid how to change oil and show your kid how to bake a cake. Show your kid how to worship. Okay? So give it up somebody! else. Man, do we have anybody in the room as is is the mighty ocean leaving that uh, has not been here in a while? That's back to see us. Yeah. Hey, guys, good to see you. Good to see you. Also, good to see Josh back there. And, uh, all the way from, I don't, I don't are you all of Knoxville, Morristown, or where are you actually at? I just call it Knoxville. Where do you live? Noxville. Morristown. Well, that's close enough. You know, yeah. <laughs> you will playing here, right? You're playing. Good, good to see Jamie. Here. Anybody else that you've been out in a while, we welcome you this morning. Um, Dad's getting ready to start, and I know we'll just get started. It'll be a couple weeks' worth of what I'm so excited about, which is our vision statement for 2024. Uh-huh. God has been downloading this. Um, I'm excited about it. Uh, now, now some people who, you know, they're cynics. They're just people who are sarcastic in their nature. And they want to, you know, find a fault with things. And they'll say, well, you know, January is just no day. And that's true. God, God, uh, it, it, time does not find God. But if you look back even to the book of Genesis, you know, man keeps chronology. You can even see the years of Adam. You can see the years of these people live, how old they live. But that, so man has always kept years. And new years and seasons are important. And I believe this is a new season walking in 2024 and I'm so excited for what the word that we're going to get here in this second. I will say this too. God has been about this service. God has been setting you up for it. It's kind of like in like boxing when you, you fade that jab for a few rounds and you get that guy fade down for that jab and you know that overhead right? It's coming, right? And so I think I think I think this is a setup for what God's getting ready to download. It's been a powerful service. Such a setup, I'm gonna say this. I gotta say this before Dad's takes it. This is the door, and you know you remember the door. The door's been to church here quite a few times. We need to talk to the door, he's not been given his tithes and offerings, but he, he comes a lot. <laughs> but we really never got to use the door in the message. But I think God knew he was doing. But uh, so Roman built this door, and Roman is a is, is a Contractor, carpenter type guy for, for trade. And, and for some reason, we didn't know why, but now I know why. He made the door that it's bolted shut. Okay? Now he nobody told him to do that. He did it because he thought the frame was a little wobbly, I think, is what was going on. And he thought it was dangerous, so he bolted it shut. So if you're going to try to open the door, it won't open. And it's not the lock. It has nothing to lock. It's bolted. How many of you bolt the door? You can't open the door, right? And so, what's it mean when the door is closed? Huh? Say out. Means you don't have access. Can't go through. Means you're not welcome. It's what? It's more. It's more locked. It's bolted. Yeah. It's locked. It's not good, Stephen. <laughs> huh? What? Outside can't get in, and inside can't get. How? Entrance denied. There's a devil. There's told a lot of people in this room for a lot of years that the door is locked for you. That entrance is denied. That there might be some shiny people in it. And I'll tell you what, religion's done that a lot of years too. And that's not exactly where we're going, I know, but Religion's done that a lot too. Keep the door all closed for people. Yes. To try to keep people away from God. Right. And so, the, the word that's going to be deposited and come forth, and, and there's so many levels of it, from Jacob's ladder to, is that we believe this year wide open for you. Yes, that no one, no thing, nobody can keep you away from what God has in store for you in 2024. Yeah. So come here y'all. Okay. I, mean, I, knew, I knew what the word because I've been so excited about this word. And Roman came to me before church and said, hey, be sure and tell your dad that I had to bolt that door shut. I hope that's not a problem. And I looked at him and said, oh, I think it's going to be a problem. I think it's going to be a problem. And so, and so what Roman's going to do right now, he was going to secretly do it and we were going to try to ask, let's just let everybody see it. Roman's going to take the, is it the bolts? What are you going to do? The screws. Okay, see, I'm not a carpenter. He's going to take the screws out of the door and... We're gonna be able to open this bad boy up. Come on, it's an open door. Give it up.
1: But she whistle, and I've always wanted to whistle that way. For some reason, I can't whistle that way. Fuzzy, you whistle that way? I, I don't know, but listen, she's going to whistle. And of that whistle, I want you to give God a big old uh, praise, okay? A uh, big old praise. And just praise Him just one, one more time. Come on, you may have another opportunity to praise Him just in a second. But we're going to praise Him after this whistle, okay? Okay. <laughs> This is why you work. <laughs> no, but that's awesome. I do have scripture with you. I am so aware of the time, but God has had His way, and He continues to do so. And we should not be intimidated by that, because we are set on a schedule. Our lives are scheduled in seconds, and oftentimes God gets left out of those. Seconds. Just simply because we're too This intimidated us this morning because, some of you were honest. You were looking at your watch. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not, but it might have been somebody who we're doing. well are we going to go to the next segment? Because we are so microwave. Right. We are so programmed. About time and time consciousness. I know. And Paul says to redeem the time of the Lord. That makes make the best benefit of the time. Uh-huh. But when Holy Spirit moves in and he settles among us, corporately, he's got a plan. Right. His plan trumps your plan. All right. All right. Now, you can get uncomfortable and plan. Just mosey that You know? Because people are not aware of what's going on. And, and the Lord was just downloading little tidbits over there we're going to get to the scripture but the coming of the Lord is going to be like that
0: Right.
1: Jesus is going to come back the word I wanted Mrs. R to in, in Isaiah 43 to highlight there was the word perceive he says I'm doing a new thing in your midst can you not perceive it yes, yes. in other words don't you recognize what I'm doing yes. we felt recognized because of uh, the frame of mind that we have accustomed ourselves to get used to and how God can move. In other words, we program God how to move. We come here and we say, God, you've got an hour. If, you, if, if you're not done an hour, I've got to go because i got things to do. There is nothing more important in your life than letting God do what he wants to do. Oh, yeah. oh. You're sick in the hospital. Somebody dying. That's important to you. Come on. God takes your time, yeah. but we're so accustomed. So God says, "I am doing a new thing. I, I am doing something new." So this year, twenty-four, and Pastor actually Pastor Malou uh, said this a long time ago, way back, what, in October or something, mm-hmm. uh, November. When the last time he was here? That 24, which is a significant number, by the way, in Scripture. There are 24 elders before the throne. They did you not know that in the Word of God? Come on. They're, they're 24, the number 24 has a powerful significance. 12 has a powerful significance. And if you multiply it, 24 is a, a very important number. This year, 24 is an important number. When Jesus comes back, there's going to be a lot of people just looking around and say, What happened? I promise you. There are going to be people going around. Where'd they go? Where are they? Because all the eyes from Fox to wherever over the world are going to highlight that very thing. And of course, the carnality of human existence will explain it away. Aliens. Oh, wait, we knew that was going to happen. Super bug. Yeah, super bug. But God is doing something in 24 he has never done before. I don't know if you're on the page, but this is the year for you to give his message. Yeah. for, but I'm saying there's a shift. I'm something major coming down the pike. And something major is coming down the pike. And I want to be in position I want to be in position where I can perceive and know and not be caught unaware. I don't want to be like the five foolish virgins. I don't want to when the midnight cry already, listen, am I all my vessel not full of oil. I want my vessel to be full of oil. I want my lamp to be trimmed and ready when the bridegroom comes. Are you ready? 24. It's time to settle that. Today, this young man back there, PJ's neighbor. That like okay? He just bought a cheeseburger. Okay, so what's the big deal? This man just got his life changed. Can we not that? So to open this up, and, and as he said, there's gonna be layers. He, our ministry team, you all we're gonna all proceed this great. And this, I know what time it is. And if you just give me a few minutes, God's going to open to us the word that he wants to download at the beginning of this new year. And that simply is, this is the year of the open door. Come on. Come on. This is the year of divine access. Come on. Because a doorway Come on. is access. Come on, access. Access. It's a place of entry. It's a place of new dimension. It's a place of new beginnings. This is a year to lay your addiction aside. Let God change your life and walk through the door of new beginnings. Guess what? There's hope at this door. It's not. There's healing at this door. There's deliverance at this door. There's blessings. There's financial breakthrough. There's miracles at this door. Do you not perceive it, Mikey? Do you not recognize it? Are you not embracing it? cause at this door is an access into entry into a dimension that you're not aware of. Greater things will you do. The Lord says. Greater things will you do. The Lord says. Through this doorway. Divine access. God wants to take His places that aren't familiar to you. They're familiar to Him but they're unfamiliar to you. Today He was just prodding like He said he was just setting us up. And I know that we're not getting used to that. I said, well, back in the old days, back in the old, old, old day, Josh, when I, if I would have sit in a service like that, I've been looking around and said, what on earth is going on? I don't see a hymn up on the wall. Or on the wall. Lyrics on the wall? Man, I don't. Where, where's the hymn books? Like? Listen, I don't do all that. And there is nothing wrong. I love hymns. I was raised on him. They're powerful. They're powerful. And they have a purpose. And, and but what was happening in our atmosphere a while ago was a place that some of us could not perceive because we'd never been through that door so God says that this door is a dimension of praise where I'm going to take you from the holy place to the most holy place Come on. Come on. Come on. how many knows the doorway between the outer court the inner court into the Holy of Holies was separated by marriage. Guess what? Jesus came and his death gave us access when he died in the cross. The veil, the door, the curtain was torn from top to bottom and he says now I'm giving you entry, access into the Holy of Holies. religion can't stand and say access denied right. because I shall not be denied. Remember that not hymn, y'all, I can I mean, you heard that hymn before. <laughs> I shall not be denied. Though hell sell me, I shall not be denied. Though the tempest rages, I shall not be de- de- denied. You know why not, I can't be denied? Because Jesus opened that door and he said, if I open the door, no man can close that door. No man can open it. No man can shut it. Because I have divine access. What some of us was experiencing this morning was entry into the very presence of God. And he chose to do that through worship, the psalms and hymns. I want to share this, and Miss Kathy is going to download this. One. This is going to be very quick, and this is just an entry. Entry. But then and Paul said in Ephesians 5, 19, 21, this is not my text. In the NLT, he said, sing yourself psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. You know what a spiritual song is? It's one whose composer and one whose composer is called the Holy Spirit. You see? That's the frequency and that's the doorway that we need to access more. It's the doorway of spiritual life. Revelation and understanding. He said, Sing to yourself in these psalms and hymns and spiritual songs among yourselves. Make it to the Lord in your hearts. Come on. In your hearts and give thanks for everything, God the Father, in the name of the, our Lord Jesus Christ. And further submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. And I know I've been there before. I've been there in the place where I couldn't perceive the doorway that God was opening to me. I didn't perceive it. But you know God is full of grace and mercy. How many know he's full of grace and mercy? Let me tell you what the Lord will he'll knock. Revelation 3 and 20 says, Behold I stand at the door. And the homestead want me to tell you, Steve, throughout this service today, he's been knocking on doors. Yes. Yes. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yes. I believe that went right there, didn't it? He'd stand at the door and knock. Yes. And that famous picture by that Italian artist, they have a doorway, and the funny thing about that door, if you've ever studied that picture before, it has no... Doorknob on the outside. Our divine access is through Jesus. And behold, I stand at the door knock. And if any man or or it has the doorknob on the inside, I'm sorry. And if any man will open the door, see, Jesus is not going to run up the door and take twist the doorknob off. I've wanted to do that at a few people's houses before because I knew they were in there. I knew it. God told me they were in there. Knocking at the door, knocking at the door, pouring the rain, knocking at the door. Snow up to my knees, knocking on the door. Have something powerful to give them. Knocking at the door. Everybody watch TV in there. I know they heard. Listen, I know you hear God this morning. Don't sit there and tell me you don't hear God. You hear God? Behold, I stand at the door and knock. Oh. If any man, woman, boy, or girl will open the door, I will come in. Come on, don't pass the cake. Give me praise. Mrs. R Kevin and shared this powerful story illustration. You've got to get a hold of this. It really leaped out and spoke to my heart about how we can miss. Remember, a door is a place of access. In reality, it's an opportunity. Yes. So this year, God says, "I'm going to set before you opportunities,
2: yes.
1: and they're going to come yes. to you in the strangest of ways." Oh. They're going to come to you from your problems. Whoa.
3: Yeah, 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 They're going to come to you
1: through ways that you think, no, that's not a doorway. But God says, yes, it is a doorway. So, before I keep preaching, i to you. Go ahead. Would you please put up Revelations 3 and 20. Ooh. Revelations 3 and 20.
3: The daughter of a Chicago millionaire was suffering. She was diseased, and her disease was fatal. The sad thing was that she would suffer terribly until she died. Being a man of means, her father called all the doctors from all over the world, but none could help her. Finally, after a failed surgery, He heard about a famous Austrian doctor named Adolf Lorenz, a world-renowned orthopedic surgeon who had just come up with a new procedure that could possibly help. A new thing. He spared no expense to bring Dr. Lorenz to Chicago. Using a new technique, Dr. Lorenz operated, and the girl miraculously recovered and both the father and Dr. Lorenz gave all praise to God. During his stay in the United States, Dr. Lorenz offered his services free of charge to as many children as he could. Unfortunately, between the throngs of crowds, between the lectures, between his writing, he had only time for a few. And that made the one I'm getting ready to tell you about so very tragic. One day he craved solitude. He needed to be alone and talk to God. He had guards that were always present to protect him from the crowds, but now late one afternoon he sneaked away by himself just to take a stroll through Chicago on the streets. In his thoughts he wandered further than he thought he had, and suddenly he was overtaken by a severe, fierce thunderstorm. So fierce was the downpour and no other shelter available, he ran and knocked on the door of a house. When a woman answered the door, he said, Please, ma'am, may I come in to escape the downpour only for a few? Her swollen eyes told the story. She screamed at him. No, you can't come in. Go somewhere else. There's enough trouble in this house. And with that, she slammed the door. Shut it right in his face. Dr. Loren stood outside in the rain. It was He couldn't even walk. And soon, when the rain lessened, he was discovered by the guards who had been searching for him and escorting him back to the hotel. When that inhospitable woman looked at the newspaper the next day, she began to scream and cry and pull her hair.
1: There was a
3: picture of the man at her door. He was the famous doctor. The sad fact was that her child was suffering from the same illness as the millionaire's daughter. She had written letter after letter to Dr. Lorenz begging him, to treat her child, to come and look at her. But now she realized she had shut the door in the face of the only man that could help her. And that was tragic, for she never got another opportunity, and her daughter died. But how much more tragic is it the fate of those who close the door on the great physician, Amen. the God of the universe. Yes. Look at his words. Look, I stand at the door knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in, and we will share a meal together as friends. If the millionaire's daughter and the child of the woman needed the service of Doctor Loren because no other doctor in the world can help, we are the same. There's no one in the world who can take away our sins. There's no one on. in the world that can heal our wounds. Wow. There's no one in the world can heal our bodies. Wow. There's no one in the world can drag us out of the pit, right. put us on a solid foundation, and establish our coming and And the good news is, He's standing at the door. Perhaps you are hearing His knock right now. And if you are, open the door. Let's all open the door. Amen. Hallelujah. Come
2: on, let's give you some praise. Come on, I'm doing a new thing. Take the rock, see it. Take the rock, appreciate it. Give it up, recognize it. I know it don't look like what you think, but it's a new thing. It's a new thing.
1: Been there before. Two or three of you? Wow. I thought we had more kids, more people have babies in here than that. I said, How many have ever been there before? Yeah. We ain't take a picture of you, We ain't going not incriminate you. <laughs> if you're in the mama way and you're getting ready to have the baby, guess what? The baby's coming. Whether you whether you think you're ready or not, here she comes. Here he comes. And that baby needs a place of divine access. It needs a place of access. They knocked on the door and the innkeeper said, There's no room in this inn here. We we may have something else in the back. And it was a very unfamiliar place. A very uncomfortable place. But that's where God divinely, strategically chose to birth His only begotten Son. In a place... Uh, the most inconspicuous place that you could ever imagine. Because what he wanted to do there was to give hope to the broken and the hopeless today. That I'm opening a door to you. I I know religion has shut the door, as he said. The religion has bolted the door. Listen, I know for a fact that there are people religiously who stands at doorways and say, you cannot come here to this place. Get your life together and then you'll come. Listen, you can't claim fish until you catch fish. You can't change lives until you get a hold of a life. But Jesus did that. The innkeeper couldn't find a way in his establishment because the inn was full. But yet, in a place. Not far away, God chose to birth the Son of God. I am the door, Jesus said. I am the door, I'm the doorway, I'm I'm the answer, I'm the one. So you know what? As Miss Kathy was saying just a minute ago in that powerful illustration, and we're getting ready to tie the boat here. What you're praying for. What you've been praying for is at your door. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Amen. <laughs> Amen. Oh, but it don't look the way I think I thought it should look. Because your way is not God's way. How many know that? His way is above your way as far as the universe is above this earth. And many people miss God because they look for him in the most familiar, or the most known path as it as they can understand, and I, I was talking to somebody this week because we can miss the doorway of God. We can miss our opportunity. And Luke nineteen, Bartimaeus was a beggar, and, and besides being a beggar, he was he was sitting among other people who were crippled, impotent, or blind, or. Halt or maimed, and he was set beside the road and Jesus was on his way to Jericho but listen the, the powerful thing that we often miss in this powerful story that I've heard since a child is the fact that Jesus was only going to go through Jericho this final and last time oh, right. God is giving you divine access today this is your year this is your time come on Do you you hear what I'm saying? You you even checked out on me already, have you? I said, this is your time. Paul says in Corinthians, now is the accepted time. Now is the accepted time. It's now, it's not. We we are guilty in this culture of procrastinating the call of God, procrastinating the plan of God. Just so heaven, God is merciful and gracious to us, and He extends grace and His long suffering. But there is a day in this earth where God will close the door to divine access. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, Jesus, Pastor, it was an opportunity. He heard that Jesus was passing by. He got on the front row of the sea. He got on the front row. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he got on the front row. And then when he heard Jesus was coming by, yeah. all the rest of them, you know when Jesus was coming around, everybody wanted what Jesus had. How many wants what Jesus has? Yeah. Oh, maybe you don't. I don't know, maybe you don't want it. I don't know, but listen. Come on, get over your pride and start raising those hands. Your hands will not fall off. I promise you. So here he was, sitting by the road, banging like he did every day. But this day was different because his divine access was coming by him. His doorway of opportunity was walking by him. Yes. His opportunity to a new dimension, a new level that he had never experienced before was walking by him. And he perceived that. Maybe I won't get another opportunity. Maybe I won't get another chance. Are right, you listening to what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yes, know. You know what I've done before in my life? When the Holy Spirit was convicting me real bad, knocking on my heart's door, you know what i do? I'm going to be real. Can I be real with you? Yeah. i start looking around. Yeah. Start to look at. Yeah. i start looking at people. What, what time is it? What's what, what weather going to be today? Amen. You know why? Because as in the book of Hosea chapter 6, I was putting away the day that was set before me. Yeah. You'll never access what God has. If you keep postponing what God is trying to do in your life. He don't want to wreck your life. Well, he will in a way. I mean, yeah. Okay, how many knows? I I didn't mean to say that word. Listen, if it's really God, he'll wreck you up a little bit. How many knows that? But in order to get you where you need to be, sometimes you've got to be wrecked. You've got to get wrecked sometimes. You'll never get back on the track until sometimes you've got to realize what it means to be off the track. Right. Come on. So, he passed by. Jesus passed by. And Jesus began, began to cry out, Jesus! Come on. We try to get you to cry out that here. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus.
2: Jesus!
1: Yeah! Do you need help? There's a day coming. I promise you that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that he is God to the glory of God. I'm going to say Jesus here. Myself, I couldn't even get myself out of the bed this morning. Had it not been from the help of the Lord. And he cried out. And the crowd tried to withhold him. They tried to keep the door shut. Yeah, they tried to shut the door on the blind man. But you know what? He didn't give up. He cried louder. He hollered louder, Kathy. Sometimes you gotta holler louder. Sometimes you gotta really press through your pride and reach out and cry out to God. And the cry of that man's faith got the attention. And the people standing there, his disciples especially, said, Be quiet. The devil trying to shut you up. Guess what's The one thing he works on when you come corporally and worship. He wants you to sit there with your hands in your pocket and listen. And just be quiet. He don't care for you shouting at a ball game. No! Shout till you lose your voice. Shout your wig off. Shout to the UT volunteers. Yay! U-T. Come on, I'm a cat fan sometimes. Gosh, didn't get there. Yeah, you did get me. I saw that smile. I'm a fan, whoever fan you are. You don't care to shout. You don't care to express your moment, your passing into that moment. But when Jesus is passing the star... The greatest opportunity of your life is the day you met Jesus. This man right here today that came forward experienced the greatest single day in his whole life. Come, on, are you with me? No. Listen! Oh, if I if I can just win the lottery, man, I'd be I'd be well, oh boy. I could get me houses. I get me cars. Oh, I'd help a lot of people. No, you wouldn't. Listen. If you won't go through the door it's killing you, you're not going to go through that door. Wow. But that's not your answer. That's not your answer. A claim acclaim and fame and, and money and all those things. That's not the doorway. That's not the access no. into this dimension that God was talking about. It's through Jesus. He is the door to the sheep folk. Right. And he says, if any man will come to me, I'll lead him out. He'll find rest. He'll find great pastors. He'll find blessings. And they may not always look the way you think that they look because through that doorway also there is resistance. There is resistance because the enemy doesn't want you to experience what God is opening up to you. So what you're praying for today, some of you in this room have been praying for things. I, I, I'm going to ask a question. And I'd like to see your hand if, if you'd like to. You don't like it. Have to. Phew, I just have a big issue. I don't get it. But some of you have been praying for things. You've been praying for a better year. Come on. Come on. Yes. Now some of you want to clam up on me right now. How <laughs> many have been praying for better? Yes. On the other side of your bag, there's better. On. on the other side of that doorway, it's better. Yes. There's more peace. Come on. There's joy yes. in the Holy Ghost. There's provisions, Jehovah China. There's blessings, unforeseen. There, there are ways that God, things that God has in store for you that it's hard for the human mind to comprehend. And I've had people give me personal testimonies lately how powerful God has been in their life. How God has extracted them from a place of shame and brokenness. Yes. <laughs> You know what God's expecting them. You know what these folks are doing. They're going out they and helping other people find the door. Come on! Yeah, come on. This is the door. Come on! Come on! Come on! Come on! This is the door right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. to New Store. You'll find Jesus. No. Come on. Oh. Come on. The man at Gadaree. When Jesus set him free from 2,000 demonic entities. God really set him free. Man, you talk about a deliverance. The pigs even knew that. The pigs perceived that that day. This man got set free. God will set you free. I say free indeed. Not free at your definition. I said free by his definition. Well, you're not addicted to anything. God's opened the door to your freedom. And this year you can't mess around in your faith. Come on. Come on. You can't dilly down I know some of you don't know what that means. <laughs> you can't just hum haw fool around with your faith. This is the open door. This is a, the year of change. The year of opportunity. The good. The year of empowerment. The year of giftedness. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. The year. The year of giftedness. Some of you are getting ready to walk into an adventure you haven't experienced before. Some of you are getting ready to taste. God in a way you never tasted yeah. him before. Yeah. <laughs> when that Gadarene got healed and set free, he wanted to follow Jesus <laughs> back to the other side. But you know what? He said, no, sell this door. Keep opening the door for those that need to find where I am. On, you show him the way. You go know by. Historically, that whole Egypt was changed. Because that one man got his door open and his world rocked for Jesus. Oh Jesus, I I better quit right here. So today, what have you been praying for? Church has been praying, God is going to open greater doors for this ministry. Man, we've had opposition. God's gonna open doors for you individually in the work world, in your vocations, in your freedoms, in your finances, in your health, in your family. Do you hear what I'm saying? Do you want your family say, Get in the door. Go through the door. Your entry into that door the hope that others can fall. I don't understand understand what all this is about. I don't know what this is all about. You else want to do that? Yeah. Are you ready to go to the door? Yeah. The clock you sitting right there. Staring at the door. You can't sit and stare at the door. You've got to go through the door. You want your life to change. It's about going through. I know you think, Pastor Orr, made up all this stuff I don't have a mentality
2: I set before you an open door a door that no man could
1: open and a door that no man can close this is your opportunity this is your day this is your time On these days, Josh, there's a trumpet gonna sound. Guess what? We're gonna all be called up together. I wanna sing it there together. I didn't want anybody left out. I know there's people sitting there saying, "I don't have to do that. Oh, I don't have to do that." Well, maybe God said you do have to do that. Maybe you need to activate your faith. Maybe you need to let go of your pride. Let go of your unforgiveness. Let go of your hurt. This is the year of the open door. This is the year of your opportunity. This is not the year to play games. This is not the year to play church. This is the year of the church. children's children. Your breakthrough is on the other side of that door. Lord, I've been praying for such a long time. Lord, when's my answer coming? It's on the other side of that door. Don't give up, Amanda. I know you have it. I'm so proud you've never... Oh, how do you know my man the Holy Ghost must have got a hold of you, buddy? This is the time, this is the year of the open door. As you go through this door, yeah. listen, praise, if you're here today for the first time or you're here, you've never been saved, you've never given your life to Jesus, this is the open door that I've set before you. if God is for you nobody can be against you
2: God's for the marriage ain't
1: no he, devil hell can be against it. he may try he may hug he may hug but he can't blow your house down come on are you with me don't check out this is not the second to check out we're going to go through the door. As individuals, we're going to go through the door. As a church, we're going to go through the door. Paul said in Corinthians several times in the New Testament, about five times, the Lord has set an open door before me. From the prison, he prayed, Jamie, I prayed that an eventual door to the gospel will be opened up to me. He prophetically God's going to open a greater door to the gospel to be proclaimed. Amen. And the Lord says, hear what the Lord says. The Lord says, it's because of your faithfulness to go through the doors I have set before you. Did you get through that door? Oh, man. I got a little bit. Hallelujah. Is it all right to have fun and enjoy the Lord? I said, is it all right to have fun? And enjoy the Lord? Some of you need to go through that door to get you a good dose of the Holy Ghost. Turn those frowns into smiles. Turn that agitation. Victory to play into praise and thanksgiving yeah. hallelujah yeah. i tell you guys just one second. I'm so proud of you. You know what the Lord told me? There's others here in this room that are where he is. And Jesus said, you don't have to be afraid. A Japanese general had a prisoner of war captive during World War II. And Kathy's uncle went through a uh, or a prison war camp in Korea or World War II. World, Korea. World War II. Korea. Korea. He used to show a hole the size of two fists in his back, or one a, a healed scar where he was tortured in a prison camp. So before the execution the time of the prisoners, they decided to execute some. He gave one man the opportunity. Some of you have heard this story. He says, You can take the firing squad or you can go through this black door right here. <laughs> well, you say, Well, it's obvious. I'm, I'm going through the black door. I don't care. I don't care. What do I mean? I'm, I'm just going to go through that door. But you know what? The general later testified to his, his officers there with him. When this man said no I'm not going to go through that door You know why that man failed to go through that door Because it was unfamiliar to him Even though he was going to choose a path of familiarity That would cost him his life He wasn't going to take a chance And go through the door Some of you are This man right here today God spoke to his heart This was a path of unfamiliarity to him Do you realize what courage it took him Come from the back and walk to a door that God had opened for God. Not knowing, not knowing, not knowing what all that was about. And so the man took the firing squad and he died. And one of the officers says, Why don't they choose the door? He said, Because it's a place of unfamiliarity. It creates a place of great fear. It's the unknown. And that's what Joshua told the children of Israel. He said, prepare. Joshua 3. He says, go through the camp and tell the people. Prepare yourselves. For tomorrow, God's going to do miraculous things among you. And he said this in the same chapter. For you have never passed this way before. Come on. Oh, places God says I'm taking you through this door you have never passed before but it's the place of blessing no I haven't haven't experienced all this stuff no I don't know anything about this don't worry about all that don't worry about all that don't worry about those doors beyond the doors you better worry about the main door and that's Jesus brother I'll tell you what man I want you to be a beacon right now, this moment. I feel this. I want you to walk through that door. I don't know. You probably walk through it three or four times. I'm going to ask you to do it one more time. And if you're here today and you've not walked through that door and you need Jesus today to change your life, I want you to walk through with Him right now. Come
2: to Jesus.
1: Now is the accepted time. If you
0: hear voice, harden not your heart. Hallelujah! Wow. In case you didn't have enough writing in your songs, the word for 2024 is, I wonder what's behind the door. Who what's behind the door for you this year? Yeah. Are you Are you excited to find out? Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Are you willing to go through the door? Come on. Yes. Are you willing to find out?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh. Some of you been excluded for years outside the door, and God said that you can come through the door, and you can show others the door. Yeah. We didn't. Well, I mean, Dad might. I don't know. Nobody told me about it. As far as I know, nobody planned you guys going through that door today. It was Holy Spirit inspiring I what you going to say. But it took one person to listen to the Holy Spirit and come up here and go through it. It was James. Yeah,
2: James! Thank
0: God. Thank God. But, but what I'm saying is, here's the point. When he came through that door, he probably had no idea that everybody in this church almost, I guess, even people who have trouble walking due to the surgery, so good to see you. We go through that door. And sometimes we don't realize the doors you open, who will come through if you will go through first.
1: We, could never we, perceive that. we didn't perceive that, did we? In fact, Roman, nothing
2: against guess, it was part of the whole thing, I think, the Holy Spirit was set up, but the door was screwed shut before the service started. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that could be a problem, I think, so. <laughs> But I think the Holy Spirit used that in Roman to show that lesson. But God is waiting for you to go through the door. And I think so many times we want to set things right before we go through the door. And I want to see, all right, if I go through the door, will you go with me? And will you go, I don't want you to leave you guys behind. Will you go through i got to set it all up. i got to make it all right. And what God said to James this morning, just go through the door and see what happens. He goes through the door and they all have to him. This year there's a lot going to happen. Yes. And yes. it's on the other side of the door that you need to walk through. And I need to walk through. And we need to walk through. And I'm excited. And like that prisoner of war story, don't let fear, doubt, rob you of that. Don't
1: it's let it's your fear. The it's freedom. It's freedom. He could have been free. Hey, please.
0: You know, there's freedom of not letting other people's expectations of you control what you don't do. Well, they might talk about me if I go through the door. I might fail if I go through the door. I might be alone if I go through the door. What's on the other side? I know we got to go. But I could just stay right here. <laughs> There's so many layers of this gonna be coming.
2: And you know what's really exciting?
0: I believe the Holy Spirit does give little download previews to leadership. But I'm gonna be 100 percent, totally straight with you guys. I don't know what's gonna be completely coming on the other side of the door. But I know it's gonna be push, push, push. And I'm ready. Are you ready? Let me just ask you bow your heads real quickly. We've already had somebody get a lot to Jesus, and we've had all of you already come through the door. And I, we could probably end it that way, but I would be, I would feel bad if I didn't give you the opportunity to come forward today if Holy Spirit's talking to your heart. And said, "This year, I know, I know you've you've done that. But if you want to come pray right now, if you want to tell God that I'm opening the door, I hear it knocking. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. God is knocking. You see, His door's open. How many been in one of those hotels with the d- double doors? And and if you have kids, you might put the kids in the other room. And but both doors have to be open to have access. God is open." His door. But now we gotta open ours to have full access. If God is speaking to you right now, you say, I need to open the door for more of God in my life. I want to give God complete access to every part of my life. And I may not have done that, I want to do that. Would you just raise your hand right now? Would you just raise your hand right now? I want to give God more access. I want to open my door wide. I want to open my door wide. I want this year to be a year like no other and I want I don't want to have any filter. I want all of God all coming through that door and I want complete access to what God has for me this year. I don't want a half year. I don't want a partial blessing. I want all of God's blessings for my
1: life. I
0: want free indeed. I want joy. I want peace, I want love, I want purpose, I want passion. I want freedom. Hallelujah! Hands all over, just lift them up, Lord. Thank you for the open door. Ascending and descending. A man had a dream. Hallelujah!
2: Hallelujah!
0: I'm gonna to count to three. If you want to come to this altar and pray out, pray in this new year and say, God, I, I opened my door for you, pour it out on me. Pour it out on me. Pour it out. God, pour it out on your people. God, pour it out on your people. If Holy Spirit tells you to come to this altar and pray right now for God to pour out his blessings and open your door to him. It's you giving Him more access. It's not about Him. He's never withheld from you. It's about you and I giving Him access. So this morning I'm asking you to give Him access. Complete total access. VIP access. Backstage access. Right now when I count to three, if God is speaking to you, then you come. And you open your heart. And open the door because He's knocking. He's knocking. He's knocking. Do you hear the
2: knock?
0: He's knocking. One. Two, there's people already coming to this altar, come come on. If you want to come, come on. Come on, you say it's four. There's, There's rows back. There's rows back. Just come on. Just come on. Just come on. There's plenty of room at the altar. You can stand in rows. You can stand in rows. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. Will you let it in this morning? Will you let it in all the way this morning? Don't look to the people. Don't spend your life looking to the people of Jesus. Open the door. Allow him in completely. In Jesus' name. Come on. Come on. God's speaking. Come on. Come on. Come on. If you're feeling that subtle knock on your chest, come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. on. Some people in this room, you've been fighting it. You've been fighting it because you're afraid. You've been fighting it because you're afraid. Take a chance on a new door in 2024.